the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Abraham Lincoln warned that the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. Would you like to know what's being taught in today's classrooms? Welcome to Say What? with attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. They'll explore the issues facing children, parents, and society as a result of the public schools and the forces behind them. Say What? is the radio program of Protect Our Kids, which seeks to inform and equip concerned citizens about the looming crisis in American education. So listen in as your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr., unpack the issues and organizations affecting our children. And now here's your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr. Hello everyone, I'm George Roska. And I'm Mark Schneider. And we want to welcome you to today's episode 84 of Say What, where we talk about the threats to our children in the public school system, including, Mark, the parents' revolt across the nation as a result of these threats, what we at POK call the triple threat. That's right, George. You know, we are actually recording this on Election Day, November the 8th, 2022. And uh, by the time this is heard, the election will be over and hopefully we will know the results of it. Although given today's uh, state legislative election law climate, uh, there's no guarantee that we're, we're going to know all of the results in every state. But we thought this would be an apt time to sort of take a, a review a scan of a new narrative that has formed in the country around parental rights. Um, and there's a gentleman who writes for the uh, National Review. His name is Nate Hockman, and he has done a great service by capturing this phenomena in an article that he recently published in the Daily Journal, a publication that we are big fans of here at POK. In fact, um, the name of the article is aptly called The Parents' Revolt. Hallelujah. We need one of those. We, we do indeed, and hopefully we're going to get one on, on Election Day. Um, and so we, we thought that it would be helpful uh, for our listeners as we walk through this article, we're going to deviate from it, but um, it's a good launching pad to talk about what's happened in the country and how it's affecting our elections. And Mark, I also think this should be very encouraging for parents because for those of us who have been on the front lines for a long time or for those who have, are barely tuning in <laughs> to the reality out there, yeah. understanding some of this uh, very recent history and, and victories for parents, I think is going to be much, much, much needed good news. I agree. So let's let's get into this. And uh, we'll go back not too far in the distant past. Let's just go back to, as a reminder to 2021. So th- this is last year. And what happened in Loudoun County? Because that's kind of the epicenter for uh, the whole parental rights movement in, in America. And some very specific events occurred there in Loudoun County, all centering around uh, the arrest of a of a dad, a forty eight year old plumber by the name of Scott Smith, and do you remember why he was arrested? Yes, yes. I mean, his eight fifteen year old daughter 
was raped and the school board denied the incident and obviously he was livid he went to the school board to give them a talk right yeah yeah in fact uh, this is what happened he 15 year old daughter was actually a rape um in a restroom by a young man who is dressed as a as a girl mm-hmm. and she was uh, accosted there and uh and, and raped and of course like any dad you would be apoplectic at your daughter being uh, assaulted in, in this. I, I can't think, George, of a worse nightmare than having your daughter uh, accosted in this way. And, and not just accosted in this way, but at, at a place that is supposed to be a safe zone, right? A public school, a, a girl's restroom at a public school, and this happens to this this man's daughter. Mm-hmm. So naturally, he is angry. He's frustrated. He's contacted the authorities. Nobody's willing to do anything about this. So his only recourse now is to go to the public school hearing at a board meeting and air his concerns. And he was put off time and time again. In fact, the board itself denied that the incident even happened. Say what? Yeah. And this poor guy, obviously he's becoming more and more uh, upset. And at one point he does become uh, belligerent, you know, who, who wouldn't exactly. in a case like this when all his, uh, his facts are being denied, he even having existed. And so this poor man, George, was taken down. He was arrested. He was handcuffed. And the DA of the county actually charged him with disorderly conduct. They didn't charge the young man who committed the crime. In fact, what happened to him was they transferred him to another school in another district where another assault incident happened by the same young man. So it was a giant cover-up there in Loudoun County. And what what strikes me about this whole incident, Mark, is that it, it was only a couple of years prior to this when the Me Too movement really started. So we should be believing all women, but why not believe this 15-year-old girl? That's right. And her dad. That's right. Why? Because the perpetrator happened to be a part of a protected class on the left that you cannot touch. You cannot touch, and the school board didn't want to touch him, didn't want to have anything to do with this. They yeah. denied that the incident even happened. So – when the media found out about this, and this was broadcast, you know, it's a public hearing, so the news got out. It, George, it, as you know, it went viral. It, yes. it went across the country, this whole incident. And all of a sudden, people, parents who had experienced similar, maybe not this radical, but had experienced similar kinds of things happening in their school districts, obtuse school board members that would not listen to their complaints when they voiced their concerns about comprehensive sex ed and radical sex ideology being taught in the public schools. And they were just told, well, you know, you're a radical. You don't have any business telling us what to do in the school districts. That is really our purview. And it happened, George, as you know, at the same time, there was a gubernatorial election going on in Virginia. Mm And the Democratic shoo-in candidate at the time, his name was Terry McAuliffe, and he was way ahead in the polls. I mean, it was just sort of a slam-dunk um, assumption that he was going to be the, the next governor. 
And, and at the same time, this, uh, I guess a hedge fund guy is, uh, he had no political experience whatsoever. Um, he was a completely, uh, a, a political unknown. Uh, he was a businessman, but he was astute enough to pick up on the fact, his name was Glenn Youngkin, on the fact that, boy, this parental rights thing, this, this is capturing attention across the country. And then Terry McAuliffe made his fateful statement publicly. In a debate with Glenn Youngkin, he said, parents should leave education to the professional. That, that was, was the end of Terry McAuliffe's yep. political career. <laughs> and as, as we know from history, uh, Glenn Youngkin won the gubernatorial election and immediately upon being elected started transforming school policy in the state. Yes, and uh, Virginia now has been for the last year uh, really reaping the benefits of this uh, Governor uh, Youngkin. Uh, they've been changing their policy, um, and you know I know that the parents there in Loudoun County have been making some even bigger waves uh, that have inspired parents all over the country. They really have, and this movement uh, didn't stop in Virginia. It has swept across the country. Parents uh, all over the nation are visiting school boards and voicing their concerns and uh, running for elective office uh, to try to change what's happening in our public schools. But, you know, we should probably talk a minute, at least, George, about the roots of how our schools got in this condition where a young 15-year-old girl could be assaulted in a, a restroom by another uh, child who's pretending to be a young woman. How could we have arrived at this situation in our country? And it goes back to um, uh, a history starting from the, we've talked about this, the Frankfurt School, yep. these radical Marxists um, from Germany who were invited um, during World War II to uh, immigrate to the United States uh, by John Dewey who is known by as the father of progressive education. Uh, they came to Columbia uh, Teachers College, and then they spread out to Brandeis, Berkeley, UCLA, uh, you know, most of the top educational institutions, where they started uh, teaching their critical pedagogy, their critical theory pedagogy, which divides the world, which divides the social order into oppressors and oppressed. You, you fall somewhere in that, that spectrum. It, it's a very antagonistic uh, view of, of life in society and particularly American life. And there this one uh, gentleman, his name is Paulo Ferrer, and uh, he was a, Bra- a Brazilian philosopher and lawyer. And he wrote a famous book called Pedagogy of the Oppressed that was published in 1968. And this became a bestseller for um, – uh, centers of higher education. It, in fact, it became sort of a textbook for teachers' colleges mm-hmm. to indoctrinate teachers about what they should be teaching in the social sciences. So, George, that was back in the 1960s when this occurred. And way back in 2003, uh, two the two people, David Steiner and Susan Rosen, published a study examining the curricula of 16 schools of education. And they found that 14 of them among the top-ranked institutions of the country, according to U.S. News & World Report, found that pedagogy of the oppressed was one of the most frequently assigned texts in their philosophy of education courses. Say what? 
I mean, parents, you guys hear this? This is back in 2003. So from 1968 until 2003, this book has been consistently um, been teaching the teachers how to teach. And so obviously you get a critical mass of all of these teachers. Now, the new wave of teachers coming in from 2000, the 2010s, and now we're in the 2020s. Yeah. And this is what you get. Yeah, I mean, we're talking like 50 years ago yeah. when all this stuff went down. You know, so, so, the, you know, the, the teachers, they have been indoctrinated themselves. And of course, they're bringing this to the public school system at large. And so what do we see today? Well, uh, California's ethnic studies framework, uh, which is required to graduate from high school, uh, was teaching children to chant to Aztec gods of human sacrifice. Um, uh, children, are, are now instructed to become warriors for social justice. Uh, critical race theory teaches kids to deconstruct their identity into either oppressed or oppressor classes. Um, and, you know, Republican bastions in America are not immune from these curriculums. Yes. Uh, in fact, as, uh, as Nate Hockham points out in his article, in Frederick County, Maryland, the school district formed, quote, the Racial Equity Committee, who were charged with, quote, identifying discrimination or harassment, raising awareness of implicit bias, and eliminating or mitigating racial inequality or its effects across the entire school system. This is a heavily read uh, county in the state of Maryland. We see the same thing in, in some of the uh, the flyover portions of the mm-hmm. country, like uh, Lansing, Kansas, where a left-wing activist campaign led to a CRT critical school board candidate, a 62-year-old, getting fired from her job after she'd had it for 42 years. So it's not just, you know, liberal California where this, is, this has happened. It's happened all across the country. Yeah, and, and to a certain degree, parents, this is our fault. We've let the other side take over these institutions. Uh, we haven't been paying attention. We haven't been watching. We haven't been involved. And so now is the time. And a lot of what we talk about here at POK is is how to get involved. So this has been a long culture war, Mark. Long culture war. I mean, it goes back to the 1960s, as we stated. You know, I remember the uh, famous cases that took school prayer and Bible reading out of schools. Abington School District versus Shemp, that was uh, 1962. Engel versus Vitale, uh, around that same time frame. Uh, it wasn't uh, too long after that that we had the traditional marriage wars, Proposition mm-hmm. 8 here in California, over what is the definition of marriage. Yeah. And uh, that led to redefining uh, marriage and the Obergefell, uh, of course, decision. And now, George, what, what we've seen is the redefinition of language, yes. particularly the word sex that used to be associated with biology. But as we've seen, in large part to John Dewey, Frankfurt School, teachers' colleges, uh, the word sex now has been redefined to mean sexual orientation, gender identity, increasingly not only in our school system but in our civil rights laws. And this is where things get really ugly because um, we are, are, you know, our rights of conscience are being lost to sexual rights. Uh, parents, if you want to understand what sexual rights is, POK has a video 
a short 10 minute video on what is sexual rights and you get to really see how, how shrewd the other side is in trying to frame everything as a right. Uh, but then, you know, downstream of, you know, politics, right? We have these laws like in California, you know, just, you know, last month, Governor Newsom well, at the end of September, he actually ended up signing SB 107 into law. Yeah, the gender-affirming care state now, California, has become where um, justices, uh, judges can rip uh, uh, children away from parents in other states who have been granted by the laws of those states to have full custody of a child. If there's a dispute between a parent living in California and one in another state, Texas, for example, as yeah. to the gender identity of that, that child. This just happened recently. An eight-year-old boy, a judge ruled, had to be given up by the parent that had custody of that child in Texas to come to California, George, to start getting puberty blockers and hormone replacement therapy. This is the state of where we are now in, Say in the what? United States. It's just unbelievable. And But finally, George, finally parents are starting to understand what is going on. They're finally starting to awaken. Yes. In fact, George, Protect Our Kids mm-hmm. was launched as a result of a law that passed in 2015 uh, which mandated that radical sex ed be taught across the school systems in California, what's called comprehensive sexuality education. That's the whole reason that, that, that we formed. But we're not the only ones out there. There is a host, as you well know, of grassroots organizations that are trying their best to get the word out and to mobilize parents. And they're doing it like Parents Defending Education out of Washington, uh, DC, Moms for Liberty out of Florida, which has chapters in virtually every state in, in the country now. And their mission is to train parents to run for school board. Yes. And they're doing a fantastic job of it. So this is very, very exciting to me. Yes, and there are a lot of other ones. No Left Turn in Education, Moms for America based out of Illinois. Uh, you have Massachusetts Informed Parents. You have you have Parents' Rights in Education out of Oregon and Washington, and they're creating chapters. I think they're in over 10 states now. So parents, you have so many options. Just search one of these up. Most likely there is one in your area join them. And they're not hard to find. And, you know, the, the other good thing that uh, social media can be a real uh, instrument of change yeah. for parents that want to protect their children. How many uh, viral examples of video that we've seen from school board meetings where parents are raising their objections or from radical teachers who are publicly on Twitter keeping curriculums and bragging about it from parents or instances of videos from Drag's Queen Story Hours, or parents highlighting uh, radical uh, school library books that they've discovered in their own backyards, Um, or radical union members working for LGBT interests and not for children. And so parents are starting to mobilize. In fact, George, 17 states now have passed restrictions on uh, CRT indoctrination which is very exciting. 
Uh, school board recalls have now hit an all-time high. Even in our backyard, George, <laughs> even in San Francisco, three school board members re- were recalled for radical sex ed positions. Yeah, th- that was shocking. I never saw that one coming. It's hard to see it coming, but but it's good news. The other thing is that state legislatures are also starting to respond uh, to the parent outcry. Uh, A good example is Florida's uh, Don't Say Gay Bill, Mm -hmm. uh, which was favored by 19 points, despite the opposition it received, even by the Disney Corporation. And all the bill did, George, was say that kids cannot learn about radical sex ed from grades kindergarten to third grade. That's all. It, you would not think that that would be controversial. Yeah. But indeed it was. Uh, Texas, similarly, uh, has passed laws combating CRT and renewing sensible civics education. Alabama has passed laws combating gender ideology in public schools. South Carolina's governor, Henry McMaster, launched a, quote, comprehensive investigation into the presence of obscene and pornographic materials in the public schools in South Carolina. And, of course, we have the example of Virginia with uh, with uh, the governor there, Glenn Youngkin. But, George, the fight continues. Yes. It goes on. Um, of course, we have the, the terrible example of the uh, – uh, the National School Board Association colluding with the Biden's Justice Department to tag parents who show up at school board meetings as, quote, domestic terrorists. In fact, they even invoked the Patriot Act to go after these these parents. And teachers unions, of course, continue to double down on restricting parental rights. In fact, the NEA is suing Rhode Island mom Nicole Solis for her open records request, which is her right by law to find out what the school districts are teaching her children. Yeah, that that one is crazy. And Nicole's such a brave mom. She's been on the offense against the NEA for a long time now. And they took her to court for it, which I don't think they have a standing. It's unbelievable. So, George, parents are going on the offensive, which is a very healthy thing, particularly in this election cycle. They're, they're asking first principle questions like, what is true American history? Mm-hmm. What is the real meaning of gender? What are the rights of parents? What is equity versus equality? Fundamental questions that now more and more parents are demanding answers to. Yeah, they're catching and, on. And they should get the answers to, to these questions. So, you know, we're, we're running out of time here. Um, the fight is going to continue to go on, but it's a fight we think is worth having. Most definitely. And so parents, if you're listening to this podcast, please uh, go to our website, download our brochures, uh, www.protectourkidsnow.org. And there are many videos. We've already mentioned some of them here. There's triple threat videos. What are sexual rights? Um, You can also download our how to start a private school guide. on the front page of our website, there are two buttons in red. One is a speaker button. So if you want Mark or I to come to your church, to your parent group, to whatever organization you lead, uh, to talk to, to you guys and uh, explain what's going on in the public school system, we would be more than happy to, to be there uh, and to set up a date. But there's also another very important button, donate button. 
And so um, we, we rely on donors to do this. However, our donor revenue is unpredictable. Uh, that's why we're inviting you to join our Guardian Angels program by making a recurring monthly donation. This will enable us to help more parents get their kids out of public schools. So please uh, join us, partner with us, be part of this Guardian Angel program that we just launched right now, Mark. Um, and we know that many parents will come alongside us and, and help us on the offense, as you mentioned. Indeed. We have to get on the offense. So parents, let's continue this revolt. Until next time. You've been listening to Say What? The radio ministry of Protect Our Kids, where they seek to inform and equip concerned citizens about the crisis in American public education and the forces working against our children. Join us at this same time every Saturday as attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Rosca Jr. unpack the issues so that we can better safeguard our nation's children. For more information about this program or Protect Our Kids, email the show at info at protectourkidsnow.org. That's info at protectourkidsnow.org. And join Mark and George right here next week at this same time for another episode of Say What. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.